three people who ate together and separated concerning Zimon, what is their law of three people ate together then they forgot each person benched by himself the Zimon is and they can't now make a Zimon backwards retroactively similarly if two of them already benched however if only one of them benched then the two who didn't forget, they can make a zimun with the third. Even though he's already benched, he can still say, Blessed is Hashem that we ate from him. And they can fulfill their obligation of zimun. However, he nonetheless doesn't fulfill his obligation of zimun. Because there's no zimun retroactively. Says Ramah. However, if the one who benched already, already made a zimun with other people, the two remaining can't make a zimun with him. Three people ate and one of them left to the marketplace. They call him back and let him know that they want to make a zimun. In order that he should have kavana and join with them. And respond with them the bracha over the zimun. And they fulfill their obligation. Even though he's not actually come back and sat down with them. That's true when you've got three people. Since they need to mention Hashem's name, they don't join together until he comes and sits with them. Three people ate together, and none of them know the entire benching. One knows the first, and one knows the second, and one knows the third. They need to make a zimun. And each person can lead with the bracha that he knows. And even if you don't have any of them who know the fourth bracha by heart, it makes no difference. But it doesn't work to, to do half a bracha. If one of them only knows how to make half a bracha, because one bracha can't be subdivided into two. Groups that ate in many places, what is their law? If you have two groups eating in one house or in two houses, if some of them can see some of the others, then they can join together for a zimun. If not, they cannot join together. If there's one waiter for both, he joins them. And for example, when they came originally with the intent to join together, some say that if the public thoroughfare divides the two houses, then they cannot join together in any circumstances. Base. If some ate in the house and some ate outside the house, if the one who is leading benching sits at the threshold of the house, he can join them together. Any time where two groups join together, uh, they need to be able to hear the one who is leading benching, uh, the bracha of the zimun, clearly. And the remainder of benching, each person can make by himself. But if they want that the person leading the zimun should uh, bench on behalf of everyone, they need to be able to hear the entire benching, because without that, they would not fulfill their obligation at all. Someone who ate treif in the zimun, if he can join a zimun. Someone ate non-kosher. Even if it might be something that's only 
forbidden. Rabbinically, and was Amna love, you can't include him in the Zimba and Barakana love, and we don't bench uh, over him. Not in the beginning, not the end. Base. If he ate something trafe in a dangerous situation, like there was no other food, then you can't include him in benching. And comes in Three people ate together. One person avoids pas bread baked by non Jew, and the other one is not concerned about that. And one of them is a cone and he's eating the separated dough. Even though the person who is strict on Pasishol cannot eat from the food of the person who's not strict, and the Israel can't eat the Kohen's food. Since the other way around, the person who is not strict on Pasitrol can eat the food of the one who is strict, the Kohen in my Israel, and the Kohen can eat the Israel's food, but Starfin, therefore, they can join together for Zimmer. Aval but if there were Kohenim and a non-Kohen eating together, and the Kohenim are eating the separated Chala, and they're careful about only eating Pasitrol, and the non-Kohen is eating uh, Pasitrol, same thing would apply if you've got three people who have sworn off uh, any benefit from one another that they cannot join together for a zimun. That's only if each person is eating from his individual loaf. But if they're eating from a loaf belonging to the householder, they can join because they're eating from one and the same loaf. We can't make a zimun for someone who ate less than a kazayas. Simon Kuptarizain didn't serve the Zimmer Shlosha Oyasara, joining a Zimmer of three or ten of Oydal Zim. Aleph. Shnaim Shachlok Echavagamru, two people were eating together and they finished eating. Avashlishin, the third person came along called Hechad de E. Maislaho, Midi. Motzel Mechel Minei. As long as if they would bring something to them, they would be able to eat from him at Sarfadayo, then he can join with them. Chayavim Liten Loy Lechel Kadeshi, it's Tarifi Mahem, and they are obligated to give him something to eat so that he can join with them. Vahushabah, Achloy Amro, Havlam Nivrich, and that's only. As long as he came before they had announced that they were about to bench, if they already said let's bench, and then the third person came along, he can't join together with them for the zimun. Says the Ramah, until us my machronim kahavlam nivrichdami, and washing my machronim is like saying let's bench. Finally, El Simon Kavain test base. Nine people ate grains and one person ate a gazayas of veggies. Mitzdarfin, they can join the house shame to mention Hashem's name. I feel like even if he, they, he only dipped a little with them, just a small amount, or he only drank one cup with them, that had a reveals, of any liquid other than water, he can join together with the minion. As long as one leading benching is one of the people who ate the bread. And even if seven people ate grain and three had vegetables, and they can join. But if it's only six people who had bread, that doesn't make them in into rubo, because we need a clearly visible majority. Gimel. The one joining the minion who just had a vegetable, he needs to make his baron fascist. He doesn't, is not exempted with their benching. But when we talk about this, that any food works to join the minion. But for three, only works for him to join if he ate a kazayas. That if you had a kazayas of grain, it works even if it's not bread. And some say, the vegetable or any food works. Therefore, two people eating. And a third person came along. If they can get him to eat a kazayas of bread, great. 
But if he doesn't want to, he should, they shouldn't give him to drink or have another food. That if it did happen that they gave him to drink or some other food, they should make the zim with him. Even though he doesn't want to eat bread. Friends who ate together. Some ate enough to be satiated, and some only had a kazais. If all of them know how to bench, then ideally the one who ate to satiation should be the one to lead benching, and he should fulfill uh, uh, the other's obligation. If they don't all know how to bench, even the one who only had a kazais can still bench on behalf of those who ate completely to satiation. Some say that you are not obligated biblically to bench if you didn't drink and you were thirsty. And ideally, one should be strict. That if you have some who drank and some who didn't drink, that the person leading benching should be someone who drank. One person enters uh, into a place where three people ate. Three people ate and they are benching. And a fourth person enters who didn't eat. If it's entering when the zimun is happening, he should respond. He shouldn't answer Baruch Shachan Rishlach you know, because he didn't eat. So instead, he should answer the formula Baruch and Baruch Shmoy Tamid Amen. And if he enters when the others are already uh, started responding Baruch Shachan Rishlach, then he should simply respond to them Amen. Says the Ram. Similarly, all brachas that the person hears Chayv Lanis Amen. You have to answer Amen. Continues the Mechavim Hem Asara. If it's ten people, Amen. He says Baruch Elokeinu Um Baruch Shmoy Tamid Leilamvayet. Same thing would apply if he was with them when they concluded eating, but he hadn't eaten with them. That's how he should respond after the person leading the benching and after those responding. Who can you include in a zimun and who can you not avoid your dollars if him? Alf. If the waiter ate a kazais, you can include him. Base. A Samaritan nowadays is like any Gentile and we don't include him in benching. Gimel. A complete ignoramus, we can include him nowadays in benching, in the zimun. Dalit. A Gentile, we can't include him in Zimun. And even if you have someone who's converted insofar as they've had their bris, but they've not yet been to Mikvah, we can't include them in the Zimun. We include them. And he can bench and say uh, during the second bracha, thanking Hashem that, who has given uh, the land as an inheritance to our forefathers, even though that's not biologically the case. Hey, someone who is in the first immediate stage of mourning uh, and it's during the week, he has not yet had the Leviah, so he is exempt from benching, so we can't include him in the Zimun. Women and servants and children, we don't include in the Zimun, but they can make a Zimun on their own. But that doesn't mean that you can have a group of women, servants, and children making a Zimun all together. Because that is... Uh, inappropriate uh, to have the servants uh, involved in such a gathering. Rather, what we mean is that women can make their own zimun and servants can make their own zimun. But they can only do the regular zimun without using Hashem's name that we do with minion. The fact that women can make a zimun is optional. 
But when they're eating together with men, they are then obligated to be part of the benching together. And they fulfilled their zimun with our uh, zimun. Even though, even if they don't understand. And someone who is uh, non-binary in that they have both signs of both genders, they can only make a zimun with others who are the same type. But they are not included in the zimun, neither in a group of men or in a group of women. A non-binary person who has no uh, clear signs of gender cannot be included in a zimun at all. A child who has reached the age of being a toddler and he knows uh, to whom he is benching, you can include him in, in a zimun, and he can be included whether it's for the count of three or ten. Some say that we don't include him at all until he is bar mitzvah. And then we assume that he has reached the age of puberty. And that's our custom, one shouldn't change it. And a mute or someone who is uh, not 100% uh, in terms of their mental capacity, uh, if they can focus and understand, then we can include them in a zimun. Even though the deaf mute cannot hear the bracha, someone who's been excommunicated for a sin, it cannot be included in a zimun. Zimun reish. Din base even one who interrupts in order to bench. Three people ate together. One must be stopped uh, his eating uh, for the other two and answer the zimun with them. Even if he didn't want to interrupt his meal, you make a zimun, including him, whether he responds, he doesn't respond. As long as he's standing there, he's included. But two people don't have to stop because one person wants to make a zimun. Therefore, there is no obligation of zimun until they agree to make that interruption for that one person so that he can bench. And if they didn't want to interrupt their meal and he just went ahead and made the zimun, he hasn't achieved anything. And if they didn't want to interrupt, he is not allowed to go ahead and bench and then leave out to the marketplace until they've finished their meal and then they can make the zimun. Because he's already become obligated in the zimun and how can he now go ahead and bench without a zimun? Base. You only need to interrupt your meal until you've completed the zimun. You don't have to wait until they've completed benching. Some say that you have to wait until the completion of the first bracha, and that's our custom. If he intends to go back and continue to eat bread, even if he didn't eat afterwards, when he wants to bench, he needs to start at the beginning of benching. He can't just rely on the fact that he's already heard the first bracha. And how much more so if he indeed go, did go back and ate. And for the person who was not yet ready to bench, after he has heard the first part of benching, he goes back and con- completes his meal, and he doesn't need to make another um, bracha before his continued eating. Who is the one who is benching? 
Aleph, Godel Mivarech, Afila Baba Sof, the greatest person present is the one who leads benching, even if he came last, even if he arrived last. If he him, just like And if he wants to give permission to someone who is lesser in stature to lead benching, he may do so. That is true when there's no guest. But if there's a guest present, he leads benching. Even if the Balabas is greater than him, in order that he should be able to bless the Balabas. And what bracha does he give him? He May it be Hashem's will that this householder should not be embarrassed and not be shamed in this world or in the next world. And he should be successful in all of his assets. And his assets should be successful and near to the city. And the Satan shouldn't have any dominion over the work of his hands. And there should be no attachment to him of any sin, matter, and thought of transgression. From now and forever. And if the Balabas wants to give up his bracha, and to lead benching himself, Rasha, he may do so. And similarly, whoever is leading benching can give the opportunity to whoever he wants. Shouldn't give up the right to bench to a Kohen who is an Amaaret simply because he is a Kohen. But if he wants to give him permission to lead benching, that's okay. But a Kohen who is a Tamil Chacham, it's a mitzvah to give him precedence. And you shall sanctify him to open first and to bless first. Someone who is given the opportunity to lead the benching and he doesn't accept then his life is shortened. One should seek a cup to bench over. Laws of the blessings over fruit and other brachas. The laws of the brachas over the tree, fruit of trees. For all fruits of the tree, you first make a bracha bracha Except for wine that you make bracha bracha Whether it is raw, whether it's cooked. Or whether you make uh, some sort of compote uh, that you've placed into it, honey and pepper. If you mixed wine into beer, you go after the majority. If the majority is wine, then you make hagafen. If the majority is beer, then you make shahakal. Base. Unripe grapes. Until it reaches the size of the white bean, you make a hadama. Once it's reached the size of white beans, then you can make the bracha of ha'ez. Since we don't know the amount of what is considered the white bean. You always make a hadama until it is large enough. And all other trees once they uh, start producing fruits, those fruits are already high. As long as they're not too bitter that they're impossible to eat. It does not work on because then, even if you do eat it, you don't make a bracha at all. Says Rama, "Yesh Amrim Tam Seid Al Charuven and Varch Bar Priyaitz." The Ankarib one doesn't make a Haitz. Ashiyir Bahen Kamin Shal Shiroiz Shal Charuven until you see uh, little chains of Carib. V'chein Bezaisim also olives Ashiyigdal Hanitz Vivav until the flower blossoms around it. V'kadim Lachein and before that, Varch Bar Priyadama, you make a Hadam V'chein Ikar, and that is the primary law. 
Gimel. Garina Paris fruit seed. If they're sweet, you make a ha'eth. If they're bitter, in varchalem klal, you don't make a bracha over them at all. And if you are able to remedy them by heating them in the fire, then you make a shahakal. Dalit. Shemen zayis olive oil. If you drank it straight, you don't make a bracha at all. Mishum da'azukim azikleid, because it's harmful. Vim achleim pas. If you ate it with bread, en varchalem, you don't make a separate bracha pasikar, because the main thing is the bread. And you make the bracha over the primary food, and you exempt the asli food. And if you drank it uh, mixed together with salary water, uh, then it is no longer harmful. On the contrary, it actually helps the throat. If you've got a throat ache. Havalei shemen ikar, then the oil is the main. And you make a ha'eta. And if your intent isn't for healing, but for eating, havalei a nigran ikar, the main thing is that a nigran mixture. And you make over that uh, celery oil mixture, you make a shakal. Hey, shkedim hamorim. Bitter almonds. Kishem Khanim, when they're small and varak varapriyo eats, you make a ha'eats. Kadelmi, if they're big, like klum da azuke mazki, you don't make a brach at all because they're harmful. The time of the milk, the reason is Kishem Khanim, ikar chalazam yaklipa ve'en amara. When they're small, the main thing that you eat is the shell, which is not bitter. Kishem Khanim, ikar chalazam ajibifnim v'humara. The main thing to eat is that which is inside, and it's bitter. And if you fix it, uh, by heating it or some other way, then varak varapriyo eats, you make a ha'eats. Vav, Tlaf, the caper bush. You make a hadama on the leaves and on the dates and on the capers. And then the main fruit that comes from that tree, you make a hadamah. Dates that you crush them with your hand, and you made a dough out of them, and you removed the seeds from them. Nevertheless, the bracha hasn't changed, you make a ha'ed, and at the end, you make the alapairus. Says the Ramah, the same thing would be for other fruits that you crush and uh, then you make them remove their seeds, you make a ha'eight. Some say that you make a shakal over them, and one should be concerned in the first instance to make a shakal. If you made a ha'eight, then you've fulfilled your obligation because that would seem to be the main approach. Honey that comes from dates. And also any liquid that comes from fruits, except for olives and grapes. Over all other liquids, you make shakal. Test. So far, the ends of the grapes that never ripen. Similarly, the unripe dates uh, that got cooked and um, burnt by the heat and dried out, you make a shakal. If you have fruits that you soaked or cooked in water, even though the taste of the fruit went into the water, you only make a shahakal on that water. According to the Rosh, it's possible that if the taste of the fruit did enter the water, you make a ha'eitz. Uh, the water from soaking. So, uh, raisins uh, and figs. I may be shalom, or the water from cooking them. You make a shakal. and you also fulfill going to the rush. But for the after bracha, it's unclear whether you make a burn afashes afterwards or a an al haperis rush. 
Therefore, someone who's got only yishtal of sechasuda should only drink this uh, in the midst of a meal. Or have one of the fruits of the seven species and also drink water. That way, you'll have to make both after brachas anyway. And if you drew the water and separated them from the raisins, it's wine. And then you would have to make a hagafen and uh, an alagafen afterwards. And that's if you have raisins that have moisture. That if you would step on them, then their honey, their um, liquid would leave them. But if when you press them, no uh, liquid would leave them, then that's not the case. You'd base. Any fruit that uh, is possible to eat either raw or cooked, like apples and pears. So in that case, whether they're raw or cooked, you make a high. If you would not ordinarily eat them raw, only cooked. If you ate them raw, then you make a shakal. But when they're cooked, a complete nut that was fried in honey. So that fried nut, you make over it a height. You tell it, Egos rach, a soft nut that you cook in honey. You make a shahakal over it. And also those nuts that you cook them in honey while they're still green, you make a shahakal over them. Tesval, al You make shahakal on sugar, and also one who sucks out um, sweet reeds, like I guess sugar cane, you make a shahakal. Design, al pilpil the zangvil, yvesham, while a club shell grew fully, rustle neglas, for pepper and ginger that's dry and uh, any of the like that you wouldn't eat them unless you've mixed it with something else, you don't make a bracha over them at all if you're eating them alone. You'd dine al egos muscat, very pre on muscat, nut you make a ha'etz, al kandler, of salama zimrid, very pre You'd ches al pilpul vizangvul kishemritubim. If it's pepper or ginger uh, that are wet, very pre you make hadama. All fruits that you know that they are the main fruit. You make eight. Then the not not the main part of the fruit. You make hadama. If you're not sure whether it's the main part of the fruit or not, you make hadama. If you don't know what it is, you make a shahakal.